Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Joe Biden and 51 spies is how the election was won by Joe Biden in 2020. Let's be honest about that. And we know that the 51 spies, the people that this country, the American voters are supposed to trust the most, knew the entire time they were lying to the American people. The Wall Street Journal has an op-ed that is just broken. And this is what it says. Why is public trust in American institutions, including the press, in freefall? One reason is the revelation last week that the Biden for President campaign helped to organize the open letter that spread disinformation about Hunter Biden's famous laptop computer on October the 19th of 2020. Let's be clear. It's not disinformation. It's absolute, total lies. It's not disinformation. This is lies. Let's not sugarcoat this. This is the deep state of the United States government, the highest players in our deep state at the CIA, the FBI, etc., who got together and said, we don't like Donald Trump and we want Joe Biden to be president so we can control the deep state again instead of him trying to drain the swamp. And we're going to finish him off by saying that this laptop is a lie so that he will win the election. That's not disinformation. That's, that's the equivalent, in my opinion, of a coup attempt. This is what they do in China. This is what they do in Cuba. This is what they do in Russia. This is what they do in Venezuela. This is what they do in places like that. The Wall Street Journal goes on to say, the House Judiciary and Intelligence Committees released portions of a deposition transcript exposing the origins of the statement from 51 former U.S. spies declaring that Hunter's laptop had all, quote, the classic earmarks of a Russian information operation. The admission came from Mike Morrell. Now, you need to remember Mike Morrell's name. You need to share it with all of your family and friends. Mike Morrell is the former deputy CIA director under none other than Barack Obama. The letter served its political purpose of giving the media and Joe Biden the opening to dismiss the New York Post laptop story on as Russian disinformation, that they were trying to influence our elections with lies, and therefore we must not talk about it, report on it, allow you to share it, allow you to post it on social media. The letters and the names of the 51 signers was important because they had weight with the American people. In reality, what was happening on that day when they were all signing that letter, they all knew they were lying to you. 
It turns out the Biden campaign was, in fact, the orchestrators of that letter. Mr. Morrell told Congress that under oath as he received a phone call from now Secretary of State Anthony Blinken on October the 17th of 2020, three days after the Post published emails from Hunter's laptop. Mr. Blinken was then a senior advisor to the campaign. He's now been rewarded with orchestrating this massive fraud on the American people by becoming the Secretary of State. According to a letter to the House Committee sent to Mr. Blinken last week, Mr. Morrell said the call was, well, couched as simply gathering Morrell's reaction to the New York Post story. Yet, it set in motion the events that led to the issuance of the public statement, quote-unquote. The committee questioned Mr. Morelli prior to Mr. Blinken's call. You did not have any intent to write this statement, they asked him. Mr. Morell, I did not. The letter says Mr. Morell also explained that the Biden campaign helped to strategize about the public release of the statement. Mr. Morrell says he then contacted an aide to former CIA director who you're supposed to trust, right? An American patriot by the name of John Brennan. He contacted the former CIA director, John Brennan, to say, quote, the Biden campaign wanted the statement to go to a particular reporter at the Washington Post first. That he should send the statement to the campaign when he sent the letter to the reporter, quote unquote. Mr. Morrell acknowledged he had two goals with the statement. Number one, to share our concern with the American people. And two, to help Vice President Biden, quote, win the election. All of this took place shortly before the final presidential debate. And Mr. Biden pointed to the 51 statesmen as the reason why no one should talk about this story. I want to remind you of just how corrupt Biden was during that campaign. I want to remind you of how many different times he lied to your face with anger in his voice. How dare you tell me that I'm compromised? How dare you tell me that this laptop is real? How dare you even ask the question? This is Russian disinformation. He was asked by the media about the disinformation and over and over and over again, he said, this is not real. This is not happening. This is not, you know, this is Russia trying to interfere with our elections. How dare you even ask, much less report on any of this. 50 former, he's saying is a bunch of garbage. This is classic national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plant. They have said that this is has all the care Four, five former heads of the CIA. Both parties say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. This is classic Trump. We have four days left and all of a sudden there's a laptop. There's overwhelming evidence that from the intelligence community that the Russians are engaged. I still think that the stories from the fall about your son Hunter were Russian disinformation and smear campaign, like you said. Yes, yes, yes. I know you'd ask it. I have no response. It's another smear campaign. It's the last ditch effort in this desperate campaign to smear me and my family. The vast majority of the intelligence people have come out and said there's no basis at all. There's no basis at all. Biden over and over and over again 
citing this false letter that he and his campaign created out of thin air from these liberal intel officials to claim that Hunter's laptop was not real, that Hunter's laptop was Russian disinformation. We now know what the reward was for Anthony Blinken organizing this. Anthony Blinken went from a staffer on his campaign to the Secretary of State. Not a bad payoff, if you ask me, right? For setting in motion the events that led to the letter. It's a pretty good reward. Hey, if you can help me get the White House by making this letter, making this laptop story go away just long enough that we can get elected, I'll give you the Secretary of State job, Anthony. Be a good soldier. Go out there and manipulate the country. Go out there and do your thing. And that's exactly what happened. The President of the United States of America wagged his finger at you, wagged his finger at the media, wagged his finger at anybody that asked him a question about the laptop and said, how dare you ask questions about Russian disinformation? They're trying to, you know, they're trying to change the outcome of this election, and I will not stand by and allow that to happen. And so what happened? Everybody shut up, right? Everybody was silent. Everybody was quiet. Everybody just got in line, and the media said, we won't look in the story, even though we knew that the story was true. They knew the entire time that the story was true. They knew it was accurate. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Let's talk about a great opportunity for your IRA and 401ks. You can get free gold just by learning about gold IRAs from Augusta Precious Metals. It's important that you know what's going on in this crazy economy and your hard-earned savings need protecting from the devalued dollar, especially if you're close to retirement. Augusta Precious Metals will give you information on how to protect your savings and open a gold IRA. So if you've saved at least 100000 for retirement, call and ask about their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. I trust Augusta Precious Metals, and you can too. They will make sure that you understand what is best for you and your portfolio. There's a reason. Money Magazine says they are the best gold IRA company. Get free gold, free information, and retirement protection now by calling 877-4-GOLD-IRA. That's 877-4-GOLD-IRA or AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Now let me go back to the Wall Street Journal article for a second here, this editorial, because what they're saying here I also think is extremely important. One of the things that they're saying that's so important is the fact that they're telling you now we have to, we have to deal with this, right? Like we've got to understand what's just happened here. You have a president that went out on stage And throughout the final presidential debate and everywhere he was asked about it, he basically held up a piece of paper and said, see, this isn't true. I've got 50 former national intelligence folks who said that this, what President Trump is talking about is a lie. It's a Russian plant. It's a Russian plan. They have said this has all the characteristics, four or five former heads of the CIA. Both parties say that he's what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. That's what Joe Biden yelled at you during the final weeks of the presidential campaign. 
And what, why did this happen? Let's go back to the acting CIA director. Mr. Morrell acknowledged they had two goals with that statement of that letter to share our concerns, the American people, and to help Vice President Biden win the election. Mr. Morrell went on to tell the committee that following the debate, Biden campaign chair and now senior White House aide called to thank him for that statement. No doubt. The Biden campaign had, in essence, generated its own lies, its own disinformation, as the Wall Street Journal put it, marshalling the authority of supposedly nonpartisan, supposedly nonpartisan intelligence veterans to discredit a story that was accurate about laptop emails that were, in fact, authentic, and the intelligence community knew it was authentic from the very beginning. They already knew about the laptop, and they knew the laptops existed, and they knew that it was Hunter Biden's laptop. The FBI already knew it at that point as well. The committees are seeking more information from now Secretary of State Anthony Blinken about the Biden campaign's role, and the public deserves answers, the Wall Street Journal says in their statement. Statement signers like former Obama Director of National Intelligence, James Clapper, who, by the way, had no problem taking money in media as a commentator over at CNN while he was lying to you, have since admitted, in fact, that they had no evidence to make their disinformation claims. And Mr. Clapper claimed the media distorted their views. I've read the damn letter, sir. You're a liar. No, the press did precisely what Mr. Blinken and the 51 others wanted. Use their letter to discredit the Hunter laptop story and the information on it that raised questions about the Biden crime family and their businesses were the worst people in the world. Intelligence officials, former as well as current, have a particular duty not to spread disinformation. The Wall Street Journal goes on to write from the editorial board because they have access to classified information. Let me say it again. They have access to classified information that the public can't check. And they abuse that power to tell you, no, 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 we know something you don't know, and we can tell you this is Russian disinformation. And why would you not believe them, right? Because these are American patriots. These are people that you're supposed to respect and trust and never second-guess or question their authority. That's what the deep state wants you to believe. They're supposed to be nonpartisans. But let's go back to the acting CIA director at the time, Mr. Morrell, right? What did he say? Our goal was to get vice president to win the presidency. So we we took advantage of of our top secret clearances and we flat out lied to you. Then they want you to believe that somehow you guys distorted their own views, which is not what happened at all. You guys wanted to screw the American people over and you wanted to be in charge of the government again and you didn't want the swamp to be drained and you felt like you could just alter and change the outcome of an election by lying to the American people. And that's what these people did. Intelligence officials, former as well as current, took advantage of their jobs and their classified access. The press overwhelmingly went along with the false Biden campaign claims because They, too, wanted Mr. Biden to win the election. And these 51 officials who were saying that this was Russian disinformation were actually the people that were doing the disinformation on the American public. These 51 officials, the Wall Street Journal says, have done more to damage the credibility of the CIA and the FBI than anything Donald Trump has said. They finish it off by saying this, ditto to the complicit media. 
the media was just as bad. So what does Joe Biden do now? Now that the dam's breaking, now that this intel's coming out, now that the media is being forced to report on this story that they knew they were lying to you for the last since 2016 on, look at your calendar, folks. Look at what year it is. Look at how long they've been lying to you. They've been lying to you about Russian disinformation since Donald Trump was elected in 16. They lied about the Steele dossier and the Russians in 16 and 17 and 18 and 19 and 20. Then they lied about the Hunter Biden laptop and they lied to you about the intelligence and Russian disinformation in 2019 and 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023. That's five years just on this one story alone and when the dam's finally starting to break and you're joe biden right now and you've realized that democrats are thinking maybe we just need to get rid of you and move on to a better candidate what do you do you officially announce you're running for re-election because that's the only thing left to do as of the saturday president biden is ready to make another run for the white house so we're hearing and after months of hints three sources telling nbc news the president could launch his re-election campaign as soon as tuesday that date would mark the anniversary of by the way of biden's 2020 campaign announcement joining us now is Debbie perfect Brooker. timing by the way isn't it oh hey we can say it's because of an anniversary it is not because of an anniversary that's just dumb luck on the ha- on them that's all it is dumb luck this isn't about an anniversary. This is about the fact that the that the information coming out is so damning. Jim Jordan explaining just how the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, the Biden campaign, were behind this letter, lying to the American people. This has been political from the get-go, clear back to the Morrell situation when the story came out on October 14th, 2020, about the Biden business operation and was then Vice President Joe Biden involved. There was some concern that that, that he was. And then quickly it turns into this political operation, that, that letter that became the basis for suppressing the story and keeping it from the American people just days before the most important election we have, election for president of the United States. So understand what happened, Laura. The 14th, the Post does a story. The 17th, Tony Blinken, senior advisor to the Biden campaign, current secretary of state, contacts Mike Morrell, gets him interested in this. Mike Morrell looks at it the next day, organizes on the 18th. All these other people to sign the letter. The 19th, the letter goes out. And then on the 22nd, the reason Mike Morrell said he did the letter was he thought President Trump would bring the issue up during that debate on the 22nd of of October. And of course he did. And they wanted some statement that Joe Biden could use because as Mr. Morrell said, they wanted him to win. And what happens on the 22nd? Joe Biden brings it up. And and then after that debate, here's the kicker. Steve Reschetti, chair of the Biden campaign, calls up Mike Morrell and thanks him for doing it all. It was a total political operation. And the most important fact is, Laura, it was false. It was false the entire time. And Jim Jordan is telling you how false it was and that they knew what they were doing. And all these intelligence officials knew it, too. By the way, these intelligence officials, you know how they make their money? You want to know how they make their money? They make their money by still being able to have top secret clearance. Every single one of these people that signed their name, this letter should lose their top secret clearance immediately. All right, before I get into more of that, I want to talk to you about Patriot Mobile. They are the only conservative Christian cell phone company in the U.S. And Patriot Mobile now offers service with all three major networks, meaning your coverage is going to be exactly what you're getting right now. So instead of you paying the big three, switch to Patriot Mobile. 
You can go to patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson, and you're also going to get performance guarantee. What does that mean? If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Yeah. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers nationwide coverage on the best G4 and G5 networks. So you can get the great service that you love while supporting a company that fights to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. This new year, resolve to stop supporting companies that don't align with your values. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy, and you can keep your same cell phone and your same cell phone number. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. Or call them 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. Get free activation today with offer code Ferguson. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The reason why the president is forced now and the people around him are forced to come out and say, hey, we're running for reelection is because they understand now that the gig is basically almost up. They understand now that the media is having to report on these issues. We're not talking about one issue. We're talking about a lot of issues here. Okay, we're not talking about little things here. We're talking about really big things here. Big problems for this administration. Just Let's just go back to CBS News this week. CBS News this week had on this whistleblower lawyer for the, for the IRS who is now saying that a top member of the Biden administration was helping cover up basically crimes that were being committed by the Biden family and using the IRS to do it. This is just one of the bad stories from for this president in the last week. My client wants to come forward to Congress. He's ready to be questioned about what he knows and what he experienced under the proper legal protections. Attorney Mark Lytle's client is a supervisory special agent at the IRS who's prepared to tell Congress the investigation he's been working on has been hampered by what he thinks is special treatment. Typical steps that a law enforcement investigator would take were compromised because of political considerations. Lytle wouldn't talk in specifics, declining to identify either his client or the target of the investigation his client helped conduct. Can you identify him? I can't at this stage, Jim. But CBS News has learned the investigation the whistleblower worked on is about Hunter Biden. What we're doing is is being completely cooperative. That was Biden two years ago, after the DOJ opened an investigation into his finances. The FBI collected what it believed was sufficient evidence to charge Biden with tax crimes. And last year, Senate's findings to the U.S. attorney in Delaware. Since then, silence. Why can't your client talk to us directly at this point 
There are laws that provide protection to whistleblowers, and he has to navigate that. Today, Lytle sent this letter to Congress, claiming his client could provide information that would contradict sworn testimony by a senior political appointee. I have promised to ensure that he's able to carry out uh, his investigation. CBS News has learned that was Attorney General Merrick Garland. So Merrick Garland, the Attorney General of the United States of America, is now being accused of lying to Congress about what all happened here. This IRS supervisor has told lawmakers he has information to share that suggests that the Biden administration is improperly handling the criminal investigation of Hunter Biden and seeking whistleblower protection to then tell you what's happened. So if you're Joe Biden, you see this story. <laughs> what do you do? Well, you announce you're running for president of the United States of America all over again. That's how you pull this off. Right? They're turning on you. The media is forced to tell you about this. The media is forced to tell you what's happening. The media has no choice now but to cover this. Or maybe they're doing it on purpose. What do I mean by that? Let me explain that to you, what I mean by that. Maybe they realize that the president is so vulnerable right now that they want a new candidate. And how do we get that new candidate? Well, we got to get rid of the one we got now. And the one we got now, we don't like. So let's start reporting on the stories. And Joe Biden's like, crap, I got to run now. I mean, I, I just gave you the IRS story, right? As a reminder of the, how bad the last week was. It's not just that. It's the fact that we now have new Biden family members involved in shady foreign transactions. James Comer talking about that on Larry Kudlow this last week. Listen. You led a uh, delegation of your committee to the Treasury Department. You looked at it t- uh, today, as I understand it, 150 suspicious activity reports. I guess this relates to the Hunter Biden uh, business. Um, is there anything you can tell us about these suspicious activity reports? Did you learn things that were new? We learned a lot that was new. Uh, the committee went there today, but I've had staff there over the past two weeks. There are thousands of pages of documents relating to financial transactions. And let, let me be very clear. This isn't just about the president's son or the president's brother. We've identified six new Biden family members involved in shady uh, foreign transactions that we believe were a direct result of influence peddling. Uh, that brings the number of Biden family members now to nine that were involved in the Biden family influence peddling. And we still have more family members that uh, we suspect were involved. So this is a family affair. This is something that should be troubling to every American. And what we've learned from from going through these records are there are a lot of additional uh, LLCs, a lot of additional bank accounts that we didn't know prior to going uh, to the Treasury Cabinet. So we've learned a lot. This investigation is ongoing, but I can tell you without hesitation, it's very serious, and the President of the United States is going to have a very hard time explaining how so many of his family members have received so much money from our adversaries around the world. That is just another example of the very bad week that Joe Biden's having. Now, all didn't just happen this week. It's just now being reported on. Right. This isn't this isn't that he's having a bad week this week. It's because this is now the facts of the situation and the facts of the scenario. That is the difference here. So now you just say, all right, screw it. We got to run for president now. We got to shut all this down. We got to get the media back in line. We got to remind them that I am the candidate. I am the nominee. 
right? There's no chance to slide in a new candidate in here. This is me. This is I, I am the guy. And then once they remind, once we remind them that I'm the guy, and you can't just get rid of me. You can't just kick me to the curb as you're trying to do right now. You can't do that. Then they'll shut up. Then they'll get back in line. Then they'll be quiet. They'll remember that I am still the Democratic Communist Party leader. That's who I am. And that's why they're doing this. The Biden campaign used former members of the intelligence community to classify the Hunter Biden laptop as Russian disinformation. And now we're getting this information. It appears that the Biden administration knew that they may be thwarting off the investigation to Hunter Biden, and they were doing it the entire time on purpose. And Anthony Blinken, then advisor to Biden's campaign itself, set in motion the events that led to the 50-plus former Intel officials riding off the Hunter Biden laptop story during the 2020 election as Russian disinformation and now saying under oath. Why is it happening? Well, it's happening for one reason and one reason only. It's happening. (laughs) Because we needed him to stay president. He's going to announce this week he's running. He's going to announce this week he's running because NBC News is telling you the truth about just how weak of a candidate he is. Listen to this from today. Overall, the president's job rating is not in a good place when you're seeking re-election, sitting at just 41 percent, driven by the 58 percent of Americans who disapprove of how he is handling the economy right now. Just 30 percent of independents approve of the job Biden is doing overall. That's not good. That's a bad number, folks. That's a really bad number. Biden's economic agenda has caused nothing but pain and misery for the American families. We know this because Gallup says 83%, 83% of people that are going to vote this next time have a negative view of the economy. CNBC says 70% of Americans are financially stressed right now, and 58% are living paycheck to paycheck in America. CNN, 62% disapprove of Biden's handling of the economy. Are we heading the right direction or the wrong direction? Listen to CNN in their own words. This is a tough challenge if you're an incumbent president. Look at this number. Nearly three quarters of Americans say the country's going in the wrong direction. Joe Biden is asking for four more years. When 74% of Americans think the country's heading the wrong way, it's hard for the boss to say, give me four more years. This is a giant challenge for the president. This is a tough challenge if you're an incumbent president. I love that, right? This is a tough challenge. Tough challenge? 74% of Americans think you're going the wrong direction. So if you are Joe Biden, and this is what the media is saying about you today, how do you fix that? How do you fix it? Seriously, how do you fix it? You announce you're running for president, so all these stories will shut up. I guarantee you next week you won't hear Chuck Todd telling you this. 53% of 2020 Biden voters say he shouldn't run. 64% of Democrats who voted for Sanders or Warren in the 2020 primaries think he shouldn't run. And 76% of voters under 35 think he shouldn't run. And what's the top concern for that? We asked voters. We didn't prompt them. We said, why don't you think he should run? Well, these were the responses. It almost is all about his age and his ability to do the job. If he announces this week that he's running, which I believe he will, I guarantee you the story that I just played for you won't even be anywhere close 
to that next week. Next week will be Joe Biden looks vigorous in campaign announcement. Is America ready for another four more years of Joe Biden? They will rally behind him so fast because they know their job. They told you the news, the, the real news for a week to see if they could get rid of Joe Biden. And Joe Biden's going to say, nope, you're not getting rid of me. I'm running for re-election. You know what they're going to say? They're going to say, sounds great. Love it. Let's do it. Perfect. Thank you. We're going to be covering this story all week. A lot is going to break this week, I'm being told from sources. Don't miss any of it. Download the Ben Ferguson podcast every day. Hit that subscribe or auto download button so you don't miss an episode. As I said earlier, we did two episodes on Friday because so much news broke. And that's what we'll do for you every single day when the news is breaking. So download it. Hit that subscribe button. Please share a podcast with your family and your friends. I'll see you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.